Hello and welcome to day 37 of our Together We Go podcast. Let's pray before we begin. Father, we thank you for another day. Thank you, Lord, today that there are new mercies available. That there is daily bread that you make available to us, Lord, just as you did to the Israelites when they were going through the wilderness. That there was fresh manna available that was made available. And so, Lord, today I pray that we would not live off of yesterday's revelations. We would not live off of yesterday's encounter with you. But today, help us to see you, to know you, to meet with you afresh. I thank you for this time that each person has dedicated to hearing your voice. And thank you, Lord, that there is fresh new revelations, grace, mercy and encounter for today. So, Lord, help us to live for you. Help us to live in you and help us to live knowing that it is all about glorifying you. That today, let us lay down the reliance on the things of the old and to look to you afresh, expectantly, knowing that you meet with us each day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're looking at Colossians 3 and I'm going to read verses 1 to 17. And it says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander and obscene talk from your mouth do not lie to one another seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator here there is not greek and jew circumcised and uncircumcised barbarian scythian slave free but christ is all and in all Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against you, against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. And above all, above all these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So, so here, Paul today, I mean, this is such a, a, an important chunk of scripture, isn't it? It's something that Paul talks about through Corinthians, through Romans, through basically all of his teachings and writings about what it means to be in Christ. What what difference it 
makes now that we are Christians in the reality of it uh, practically how does it look in real life and that isn't about behavior modification it isn't saying this is now how uh, you should choose to live as opposed to this and, and there is a choice involved but what Paul is reminding us here is the first verse it says if you've been raised with Christ so if you haven't been born again then these things are near impossible. These things may happen uh, in and of themselves once in a while, but they won't be able to be expressed through our lives unless it's meant to be supernatural. It's meant to not be easy um, by ourselves, but only through Jesus Christ. And so as we read this, some of us will go, that's impossible. How can we live without doing those things? Or how can we live in such a way? And that's because of Christ. And so our Christian walk is supposed to increase our reliance and dependence on God, not decrease it once we've become a Christian. Um, so everything is for God and in God and through God. Everything is made, created for God, for Jesus, in Jesus and through Jesus. And so it's supposed to operate in him and through him and for him as well. So if we indeed have been raised with Jesus Christ, friends, have we died with Christ? Because before we die, we can't be raised. And, I, and and sometimes there is a state of, 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 yeah, a bit like a zombie, that I think that sometimes there's a state of not dying with Christ and, and maintaining and grabbing hold of what he wants us to lay down and what should have been buried with him, that there is no raising with Christ in some areas of our lives because we haven't fully died yet. So that's the first question today. Have you died with him? Have you laid down? all of your rights, all of your wants and desires? Have you laid down everything? Because in the old self, everything was mixed in. What we thought we wanted and us were both selfish and godly ambitions. But it's when we lay them all down that as we're raised with Christ, we're able to receive from him the ambitions that are just from him for, your, for his glory, not for our own. So Paul is saying, if you've been raised with Christ, if you've died with Christ and have been raised with Christ, then seek things that are above where Jesus Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. So set your mind not on the things that are here, not on the things that everyone is focusing on. If our conversation and our lives and what we are watching on the news and, and our, our day-to-day -day planning, our spending of time, if they are exactly the same as those on this earth, then our mind is no longer on Jesus who is above. See, we live with a different timeline in mind. We live with a different objective. We live with different, uh, with a different person in charge of our lives. And so, yeah, so here Paul is saying, set your minds on things that are above, not on things here on this earth. Why? Because we have died and our life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And so Paul is recognising that there is a difference between us now in Christ here on this earth and who we will be when Jesus returns. However, that's not an excuse to say, oh, I'm just here on this earth, I'm not perfect, because Christ enables us to live this life. So what is uh, setting our minds on earthly things? What does it look like for us to be raised with Christ and yet living not accord, not, uh, not living with him in heaven? Not what does it look like for us to have our feet on the ground and our mind also on this earth when God's desire is that we would be here in this world but not of it? 
that we would go through the experiences of this life but not become part of the experiences of this world so it says put to death therefore what is earthly in you these are the earthly things sexual immorality impurity passion evil desire covetousness that's wanting things that you don't have looking to others and saying well i want this and i want that comparison maybe someone's got an easier life than you maybe someone's got a bigger house bigger car Uh, someone's got a better job which is idolatry but also uh, paul goes on to add to that list and these are the things that we once walked in when we were living in them but now we must put them all away what anger now this isn't righteous anger this is just anger that is caused not because of the justice and the righteousness of god but anger just out of i'm upset therefore wrath where we uh where we the wrath of our our hours where we don't forgive people but we want people to feel the full impact of just how angry i am so i'm going to attack you with my words i'm going to talk about you badly behind your back and i'm going to constantly remind you of what you have done malice malice is talking about premeditated so uh, where there is a a premeditated thought of you know what next time i see this person this is how i'm going to be this is how i'm going to respond to them i'm not going to do this i'm going to do that and slander speaking ill of people and obscene obscene talk from your mouth that obscene talk can be uh speaking yeah speaking sexually speaking uh foolishly it's it's basically recognizing that our words when we stand before jesus we will be asked why did you say those words and so it's recognizing the power of our words sometimes it's when we're hurting uh, we can say a lot of words when actually we need to remain silent allow healing to come before we begin to speak again so they um so do not lie to one another so don't lie you know what lying also looks like overselling oneself on social media <laughs> lying to one another looks like uh yeah it looks like saying oh well this is what my life is like when actually you're hating life things are really difficult so what we portray externally to other people don't lie to one another at seeing that why why is paul saying all of these things because we've put off the old self with its practices the old life had a way of being and whilst we may have died the old person may have died the old practices and rhythms and habits may still remain and so paul is reminding us that it isn't good enough that we just become new in christ that becoming new in christ requires us to put off the old self because the grief that comes with the old self the pain that the old self causes they are not glorifying god and they are not true to who we now are in christ jesus so what does it mean to set our things in the mind of earth? we've looked at the list of things that um that are on this earth the old way of life what is the new way of life that we are now able to live well paul is saying put on then as god's chosen ones holy and beloved compassionate hearts compassion to have love for those to to care compassion basically means care don't switch off to pain care for those who are hungry and are sick and are in need those who are hurting and in pain don't shut off to them open your hearts to those who are in pain kindness humility 
you know, we live in a world where everybody wants to be the best and everyone wants to say, this is what I've achieved and this is what I can do. How about we talk more about our weaknesses, boast in our weakness so that Christ may be glorified, like Paul says. Meekness and patience, bearing with one another. Again, bearing with one another. It doesn't matter whether you like them, you get on with them, whether you've had good experiences with them or not. Bear with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Not forgiving each other when there's nothing to forgive, but when there is a genuine reason to complain about someone and say, you know what, I have this against you. And that could be genuine. That could stand up, that everyone could say, you're right. You're right to be the way you are towards that person because of what they've done to you. Yeah, Paul is reminding us. Yeah, those people, forgive them. And above all, above all of these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Wow. You see, when we put on love, enemies or friends, it's not about what they've done to us. It's about who they are to God. It's about what we are expressing to them, not what they have done to us. And so Paul here is reminding us to put on love in everything. Not, not just with your kids and with people that you like but or, or with the things you enjoy but put on love towards all people. Friends, please hear this. All people. Too many of us are going around saying, I don't like this person or they've done this to me so I'm going to... No. No, no, no. The Bible... Do that is the way of this world. And the way of this world will only lead to further destruction and pain. Why would we live in the way of Satan when we can live in the ways of Jesus? Where we no longer have to contribute to the destruction and pain. When we can put on love which binds us all and brings perfect harmony. And it goes on, it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you are called in one body. And be thankful, let's today be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Friends, there's a life that Christ calls us to live that requires Jesus Christ that we cannot do by ourselves. See, this is the beauty of the Christian life. Jesus calls us to a new way of life, enables it, but we can't do it without him because he hasn't now brought us back into the kingdom to let us go and to be alone and to figure things out. But he said, he's saying, you know what? I'm going to renew you. I'm going to give you a new life. And that life is going to be reliant, totally dependent on me and without me. You won't be able to live that life. It's like oxygen. It's almost like uh, we've been taken off a ventilator. But the new oxygen that we need is Jesus. This life that we've been given, it cannot function without Jesus. So Jesus, today I pray that you would help us to live this life that you call us to. Thank you, Lord, that these things don't uh, earn your love. These things we don't do in order to be closer to you, but we do these 
because that's who we are. That's who you've made us to be, to be salt and light in this world. Thank you, Lord, that our lives will be set apart, not just in heaven, but also here on this earth as, as we live for you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful day and speak to you tomorrow. God bless.